0: Welcome to The Collect Call. This podcast is an offering of the Acts 8 moment, proclaiming resurrection in the Episcopal Church. My name is Holly Powell, and I'm a layperson and a member of Christ Church Cathedral in Lexington, Kentucky.
1: And I'm Brendan O'Sullivan Hale, and I'm also a layperson, and I'm a member of the Episcopal Church of All Saints in Indianapolis, Indiana. And this week we have a special and esteemed guest with us. Dave, do you want to introduce yourself?
2: Ah, uh, my name is Dave Hedges. I'm a priest and I'm the rector of St. Peter's Episcopal Church in Sycamore, Illinois, in the Diocese of Chicago. Yay.
1: And I also have to point out that uh, I got to know you, Dave, because we we were at adjacent deputations at General Convention. We were. And uh, the Diocese of Chicago is a deputation of troublemakers. It's
2: true. <laughs> it's very true.
1: We have a game that we've
2: been playing. Uh, this is my first time as a deputy, but uh, our deputation has been playing a game with the electronic voting devices uh, for four or five conventions at least, in which uh, when you when you push your vote on the electronic voting device, it says, sending vote, and then a few seconds later it says, vote received. And we have a race to see whose vote is received soonest. And... Uh, when your vote is received, you say yes, and then Bonnie gives you a prize, and then we try to spread it to neighboring deputations, and and that happens every time. I think this year we had Indianapolis and Western Kansas and Western somewhere else. Was Western,
1: North, Western North Carolina yeah, was right Western behind us, so I think they yeah. were playing along too. Yeah. So yes, and, but, we, and
2: I think uh, we were principally irritating Nebraska, who were across a a, a horizontal aisle in front of us.
1: My uh, rector, Suzanne Willey, uh, was a participant in this game uh, and observed that I just pretended that the whole thing wasn't happening. (laughs) I got to a point where I did that too.
0: Faithful listeners of the show might also recognize Dave's voice because he was the official winner, I believe, of the Call It Call live show
2: quiz. It's true. I've got the BCP that you all gave me. Two, BC, and two BCPs in one volume that you guys gave me. It's, it's in here somewhere. There it is. I see it on my shelf anyway.
0: Well, I'm sure it's one of your prized possessions.
2: It is. It really is.
0: <laughs> as it should be.
1: This podcast is about the intersection of liturgy and life, as seen through the lens of the Collects in the Book of Common Prayer. Now, Collect is kind of a funny-sounding word, but actually, it's just another word for prayer and it's spelled like collect, as in you might collect Bart Simpson merchandise, including the Don't Have a Cow Man coffee mug, the big bouncy book of Bart Simpson, (laughs) and the three-inch Bart Simpson Halloween cheese series from Otaku House, Japan, including Bart dressed as such things as a skeleton, a brown tree man, a green tree man, and... Bart the Funeral. In cheese? Well, I, it's kind of strange. So it's spelled Q-E-E, which I'm thinking might be pronounced chi.
0: Oh, I thought you said cheese. Like like no. a, a dairy product.
1: Let, let me read to you about the Bart Simpson chi here. Picking up the skeleton suit, this Bart Chi definitely has his brain juice churning to turn some kid round the corner into a laughing stock of the town. Better not be you, because if you are, you never know how this bone Bart Chi would do to you. Changing your tomato sauce into into Tabasco sauce is just one of the infinite ideas Bart would ever think about.
2: Oh, Bart. I I have no idea what you're talking about.
0: That makes three
1: of us. Neither two of us. It
2: doesn't help me know what a is.
0: (laughs) But you can imagine.
2: I kind of (laughs) can't.
0: No, I kind of can't either. (laughs) I'm I'm also surprised. I kind of don't want to. I'm also surprised you didn't come up with the Simpsons CD, including the classic hit, Do the Bartman.
2: Either either way, I love the thematic tie-in to this week's uh, topic of discussion.
0: Yes.
1: Yes, we are doing uh, another special episode this week. This week, our collect is for none other than St. Bartholomew, whose feast day the church will be observing on Monday, August
0: 24th. Dave, would you be willing to read the collect for us?
2: I would be happy to. The Lord be with you.
1: And also also with you. you. Let us pray.
2: Almighty and everlasting God, who gave to your apostle Bartholomew grace truly to believe and preach your word, grant that your church may love what he believed and preach what he taught. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever.
0: Amen. Amen. St. Bartholomew, guys. What's up with that?
2: Well, he's, he's not one of those guys like Philip and James that are, like, so little is known about them that they are glommed together into one day together. I mean, he gets his own day, so big ups for Bartholomew.
0: Yeah, so there is that.
2: There's not a whole lot else, though. Um, he's um, he's in the lists, and uh, that's about all we have scripturally, although... Um, he sometimes is considered to be the same guy as Nathaniel, who is uh, in John's gospel, Philip's friend in Nathaniel, and Jesus promises them uh, that they will see angels and ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. But maybe he is Nathaniel, maybe he's not. It's one of those traditional accretions, not accretions, uh, co- combinations of two people with not a whole lot of evidence. I think this is because John's gospel has a slightly different list of twelve apostles.
0: Gotcha.
1: So the, the only really specific thing I think we know about Bartholomew is that he was present at the Ascension. Right. I don't know if that's an accomplishment, but it's pretty cool.
0: I mean, it's certainly worth your own day. <laughs> take, that, take that, Phillips and James.
2: I, presumably they were also there, right?
0: <laughs> nah. They are probably off, like, I don't know, playing cards or...
2: I may be mixing up my Jameses. No, Philip was not one of the twelve, and I may be mixing up which James. There's just so many Jameses, it's impossible to keep them straight.
1: Yeah, when we did our uh, St. Philip and St. James show, we uh, determined that there are between three and eleven Jameses in the New Testament. Oh, merciful Savior.
0: (laughs) Surprisingly, he's not one of them.
1: (laughs) So, (laughs) as tends to happen... When the church doesn't know anything about a biblical figure, legend accrues to them. Mm-hmm. So Bartholomew is reputed both to have been an evangelist to India uh, as well as Armenia.
0: Indeed. And if you would like for me to read the amazing list of the things that St. Bartholomew is the patron saint of,
2: do it. Uh- Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) I think you're going to be pumped about this.
2: This will be juicy.
0: Armenia, bookbinders, butchers, Malta, a bunch of other words I can't pronounce, but which appear to be cities, leather workers, (laughs) neurological diseases, twitching, (laughs) shoemakers, whiteners.
2: Wait, did you say twitching?
0: Oh, yeah, twitching.
1: Not to be confused with twerking. No.
0: <laughs> or or um, whipping or nay-naying or whatever. <laughs> and my personal favorite, Florentine cheese merchants.
2: <laughs> well, butchering makes sense to me. Go on. Well, um, Bartholomew is traditionally considered to have been martyred by being flayed alive which is not something that happens a whole lot anymore, but that means using a big knife to uh, to cut and peel the skin off someone. Ah. And, and if you see traditional symbols of the Twelve Apostles, which you often see on little shields that are in stained glass windows or at the tops of columns in churches and things like this, the, the, the symbol for St. Bartholomew is generally three big, nasty, sharp-looking knives. To me, that sort of says, yeah, butchers, all right.
0: Right. Well, and also and, neurological diseases.
2: Yeah, I got nothing on that.
1: <laughs> but there's also quite a bit of statuary of Saint Bartholomew that picture him standing up holding his own skin. It's Oh, splendid. Yeah.
2: Does he have a big knife?
1: No, not that I can tell. I he didn't okay. flay himself. Well, but, no, but sometimes sometimes um, saints
2: are depicted with the instruments of their martyrdom. Like, St. Lawrence is often um, depicted holding a big grill
1: because he was he was barbecued to death. Well, here, let's see.
0: I know that he's in The Last Judgment by Michelangelo holding his own skin. Remarkably, however, in that painting, he is also looks fully skinned. Like, it's not like he's missing skin. <laughs> so it, it really just looks like a dude holding a freaky, like, Skin suit, like in Silence of the Lambs.
2: Here's one where he's actually got his skin like wrapped around him, like a big toga. And you can in his.
1: Are you looking at the one from the Milan in, Cathedral?
2: Yes. Oh, it is so foul and gross and awesome.
1: <laughs> but then there are
2: some of him when, where he's holding a big nasty knife.
1: Yeah, wow. Listeners, if you're interested in this, St. Bartholomew's statuary is really something to behold.
2: The one at Milan yeah. Cathedral has got to take the cake. Yeah. Because he's not just holding it, he's wearing it.
1: Yeah, and so he's got that, and then he's just he has got a book. As you do. And it's open.
2: The one in the church of St. Barth- Bartholomew in Laterano in Rome is also pretty gruesome, because he's holding it up, and then his face is, is drooping over the edge.
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, anywho. Holly, was House Bolton on that list of things that Bartholomew is the patron saint of?
0: I don't know what that is.
1: Sorry, Game of Thrones reference.
0: Oh. (laughs) Sorry. I can't watch that show. It freaks me out. The other weird thing about Bartholomew, again, Dave, I think what you said is exactly right. Like When there's not a lot of information about people, weird stuff gets made up and attributed to them. And one of the strangest things about Bartholomew in my research about this is that he is credited with lots of miracles having to do with the weight of objects.
2: <laughs>
0: for example, here's here's okay. one. Here's one. During World War II, the fascists in Italy were looking for money and so they it was ordered that they take the silver statue out of the cathedral of lipari or lippery i don't know how you say it but there was a silver statue of saint bartholomew and so someone brought this statue to the place and they weighed it and said oh this thing only weighs a few grams it's not worth melting but in fact it is a very heavy statue that weighs hundreds of pounds but the scales kept saying that it was under a few grams so they never melted it down and this is one of the many miracles regarding the weight of objects that are attributed to St. Bartholomew.
2: <laughs> I would guess that this is a town whose patron saint is Bartholomew, and so they're they're in the habit in that town of praying to St. Bartholomew to grant things by his intercession to God. Mm. But who that knows? That would make
0: sense. Who, who knows? I mean, I'm just saying, if St. Bartholomew would like to visit me when I ascend the scale... Um, <laughs> I I would indeed (laughs) welcome his intercession in my weight.
1: (laughs) Maybe this is a good time to actually talk about the collect. Probably so. Okay. Again, lacking specificity, Marion Hatchett notes that this collect is suitable for any day celebrating an apostle or evangelist. Right. Uh, So... Hatchet is just sort of throwing in the towel there and saying, hey, Cranmer just wrote this prayer because we don't know anything about Bartholomew so let's come up with something <laughs> super generic for apostles.
0: Right. I'll, my favorite part about the prayer is that it says, you know, grant that your church may love what he believed and preach what he taught. We don't know what he taught. He might we have do? taught how?
2: Well, he's an <laughs> apostle of Jesus Christ, so he taught the gospel.
0: I know, but he might have also taught, like, cheese making.
2: And leatherworking. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I love both of those things. I don't want to preach them, though. True.
1: I, I did a little exercise to try to engage with that because it starts off with Almighty God, who gave to your apostle Bartholomew grace truly to believe and to preach your word. You know, what can we say for sure that Bartholomew believed? We we can't know a lot of specifics other than that uh, he believed that it was personally important to him to follow Jesus during his life. So that's not insignificant.
2: Word. You know, I have to say sort of strictly from a poetic viewpoint, I love the phrase, love what he believed and preach what he taught. It it, it has a nice rhythm to it, and it has the it's this sort of linguistic parallelism. I've seen that in other Other collects and other, maybe not this exact parallelism, parallelism, but the use of um, sort of lists of two or three phrases that line up in in the same way—they make for good and satisfying collects, I think. And this reminds me of one of my favorite prayers, which whenever I can, I go to visit um, St. Gregory's Abbey in Three Rivers, Michigan, which is an Episcopal Benedictine monastery. And I like to go and and pray in their church and go to their their services. And the way they say Compline is not according to the prayer book. It has some elements that are in there. But one of the things they do every night is they pray this prayer about St. Benedict and A part of it goes like this: Stir up, O Lord, in your church the spirit which our blessed Father and Abbot Benedict served, that we, being filled with the same spirit, may learn to love what he loved and to put into practice what he taught. And when I saw this collect, I just went straight to. It just took me right to the same place. It's a very similar phrase.
1: Mm -hmm. I I find both a a nice use of parallelism very satisfying, I agree with you, and I also love St. Gregory's Abbey, although it's been some time since I've been there, and uh, I I didn't specifically recall that prayer.
2: Yeah, it's a a favorite, and Compline, I've never been to a Compline I didn't like, but their way of doing Compline is just particularly lovely. Sometimes collects like this seem awfully broad, but then Sometimes you get collects that are so specific that you just want to spit. I think that some of the complaints about the collects in Holy Women, Holy Men is that they they just get so specific about exactly what this person did that they lose any sense of the breadth of the gospel and its work.
1: The the other thing that I particularly like about this collect and this goes back to Holly's unified theory of the collects in the Book of Common Prayer is that it notes that God gave to Bartholomew grace to believe and to preach. We've seen this before. I can't remember specifically which collect, noting that belief itself is a gift from God.
0: Yes, I really like that and resonate with with that um, as someone who has struggled at times to, well, to believe. I mean, sometimes it's easier than others. Yeah. I guess the only thing, other thing I'll say, and and we've kind of touched on this some, but my desire to boil a colic down to what we're really asking for, I mean, really what we're asking for here is that the church will love and preach in the way that an apostle of Jesus loved Jesus and and preached his message, which is a pretty big ask. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's true.
2: It's very appropriate that the church should seek to love and preach apostolically. It's, I mean, apostolic is one of the four things the church should be, according to the Nicene Creed. It should be one. It should be holy. It should be Catholic, and it should be apostolic. So, yes, hmm. let's let's be apostolic, everybody. <laughs>
1: Well, if you like this show, please share it with a friend or leave us a review on iTunes. And you might want to check out the other shows in the Via Media Collective, a network of podcasts with an Anglican sensibility. Find out more about the Via Media Collective on Twitter at @vmcollective or at viamediacollective.org.
0: Does that mean it's time for the Twitter challenge?
1: I believe it does.
0: Dave, would you like to participate in the Twitter challenge with us tonight?
1: I would like to have
2: written a Twitter, a tweet, but I forgot, and I'm not a Twitter user anyway, so I don't always step inside the the tweet frame of mind.
0: That's okay. We still love you.
2: I'm going to graciously decline.
0: Okay. All right, Brendan, you go first.
1: Okay. Bartholomew believed some stuff and taught some stuff. Love it, Church. Hashtag St. Bartholomew. (laughs) That's punchy.
0: I mean... Love it. That, exactly. Love it. (laughs) Okay, here's mine. Since I don't have a lot of background material on Bartholomew, I went slightly sideways, which is not unexpected for me. What's your favorite anagram for hashtag Bartholomew? Mine may be rowboat helm, or wealth broom, which sounds like a Trump presidential strategy.
2: (laughs) That's good. That's good.
0: If you haven't ever done it, I I highly recommend going to wordsmith.org, where you can type in any word or phrase, and it will anagram it for you. It's, It's one of the nerdiest sites I frequent on a regular basis.
2: I can speak to not this website but to some important anagram news which is that Episcopal is an anagram of Pepsi Cola (gasps) and uh, (laughs) I think it gets better Presbyterians is an anagram of Britney Spears
0: I am in the wrong church
2: make of that what you will
0: (laughs) did you know that Clint Eastwood is an an anagram of Old West action
2: that's eerie
0: Anywho, go ahead, Brandon. Yes,
2: yeah, stop us before we get to oh, palindromes. Just,
1: uh, yeah, no, no, I won't let us go there. So if you would like to send us your favorite anagrams, you can do that on Twitter at The Collect Call, or send us an email at the Collect Call at acts8moment.org, or look at our beautiful collection of Bart Simpson merchandise at pinterest.com slash thecollectcall, and perhaps you can tell us what a chi is, or a chi, Please. or whatever.
0: You can find our parent organization at Axe8Moment.org or on Facebook or Twitter at Axe8. That's the number 8 moment. And Dave, uh, if if the uh, the rabid listeners of the Call It Call want to find you, is there a place they could do so?
2: Well, I'm not on Twitter, but I am on Instagram. And my, uh, my name on Instagram is Father Whiskers. And you can see my pictures of church geekery, and um, lots of post offices.
0: Yeah, what's up with that?
2: I like mail.
1: I have to ask you an Instagram-related question. Please. Uh, So a while ago, I posted a picture of a sign at a Taco Bell drive-thru, sternly or, or apologetically, telling its customers that they were out of the... Cap'n Crunch delights or whatever, Yes. and you remarked that you had eaten them and found them delicious. Yes. Is that true?
2: It is true that I have eaten them, and it is true that I find them uh, disturbingly delicious. Um, (laughs) My daughter does not find them delicious, and my wife declined to even try them.
0: Big ups (laughs) to your wife on that one. Sounds like she made it up.
2: Yes, it's a it's sort of like a donut hole, except that it's filled with like basically cinnabon glaze, and then the whole donut hole is um, has been rolled and coated in a light layer of uh, pulverized Cap'n Crunch crunchberries. It's it's quite wow. a thing. It's quite a okay. thing.
0: Okay, look, I'm I'm not going to lie to you, people. That sounds delightful.
1: Thank you. Thank you. No, I... I, I not... no. Uh, here's the thing. I am,
2: I am fully cognizant of the fact that this is can be both delicious and also a culinary desolating sacrilege at the same time. Mm, yes. I'm willing to hold these two ideals in tension.
1: As Anglicans do.
0: Our music is Let so, All Mortal Flesh Keep Silence, which I will not keep silence about how I'm sort of intrigued by these... Taco Bell do Hickeys now, but <laughs> this our version is by Aaron Devries, which is distributed under a Creative Commons license, and you can find more of Aaron's music at Badgerland.bandcamp.com.
1: And join us next week where we'll be talking about the collect for monastic orders and vocations. Let our
2: mortal flesh keep silence, and with fear and trembling stand.
0: Ponder nothing earthly-minded, for with blessing in His hand, Christ our God to earth descended, our full homage to end.
1: Yeah, here I'm gonna drop out of the. Um, I'm gonna drop out of the hangout and come back in. So bear okay. with me a sec. Okay.
0: Finally, we're alone.
2: (laughs) I'm a happily married man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that makes one of us. (laughs) Both on the married and the man part.
2: Well, it's clear that you got a sweetie.